Alrighty. I don't even know how I'm going to start this podcast off. Like, what the f, man? I'm telling you, you've seen in, you've seen in the title, the DHL run around. Well, let's get into it. Let's spin up Maestro. Hey everyone, it's me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. All right, like what the fuck, DHL? I'm telling you, <laughs> this has been, I don't even know how to explain this, because it's been crazy. <laughs> I dealt with a similar experience a year ago, but nothing like this. So anyways, let's get into the backstory. Years ago, I bought my car. I wanted to put a roof basket on it. It's a Volkswagen GTI. I wanted it to be different. I want it to look like I want it to look different and almost like an old school Volkswagen. So one of the things I decided to do was the ski rack, take the ski rack off, but leave the actual rack pieces on the car. And I started to Google that particular model with a particular Thule roof rack. And I couldn't find it. But when I was Googling it, the same image kept coming up was, was a, a, a picture of a Lamborghini Huracan with a ski box on it. This went on for a few weeks, and I finally took the bait and decided I would click the video link and see what the hell, who, who's crazy enough to put a ski box on a Lamborghini, Lamborghini Huracan? It turned out it was a professional skier, Jon Olsen, and it was being shown on his YouTube channel. The ironic part about this is at the same time I was doing this, I wanted a new travel bag for my ski gear. And I didn't want to stick to the same normal roller bags because they're big and you have to hang them up in your closet. There just simply is no place to put a big ski bag or, 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 or a, a snowboard bag. That's when I learned through watching you and on YouTube, about douchebags. I'm like, who names a company fucking douchebags? Apparently you owned it. And the first bag is the douchebag, which is actually the ski bag. And it rolls up nice and small, big wheels. But what's even more intriguing about the whole thing is this locking system. Now, I'm not promoting douchebags because I'm not affiliated with them. I am a client, I, I purchase, I have numerous douchebags, and I, and I really got to tell you, I, I think this bag is amazing. This locking system, if you have your skis, you're in the airport, you need to put your travel bag on, you can use these hooks to lock to it, so you're only pulling one bag. As I've followed Yon over the last three years, and, and follow douchebag in itself because it's it. I, I needed new luggage, so I have upgraded pretty much everything. I have the little bastard, my main travel bag. I have a couple of their what they call huggers, and I also have one of their camera uh, bags with the insert. Yon's video editor, Benny Ortega or or Benjamin Ortega. He also has a YouTube channel. Eight months ago, I guess, maybe about COVID time, 
did the Benny limited edition bag. And I wanted one of these bags. They are beautiful bags, but I missed it. So they decided to do the Benny 2.0. And with the release of the Benny 2.0 collection, Douchebags released a couple new bags. And one of those bags, well, there's actually a couple of the bags that I like. I, the Sidekick 25 liter, which is kind of like, it's like a toad or an oversized purse. Um, I wanted this bag. I needed something in between my hugger and my camera bag and the small petite that I use. And, and the petite's great for most things, but if I want to carry a camera and my iPad Pro, it gets a little bit full. So I needed a little bit more room without taking the full big camera bag. So I ordered it and I got it the morning they were released. And I bought this keychain, Benny 2.0 limited edition keychain, which I, it's got a safety hook on it, which I think is great. As far as douchebag goes, I have nothing bad to say about the product. I think they're absolutely amazing. I'm not affiliated with them, like I said, but this is where the problem starts. I don't know if they use DHL for all their shipping. They definitely use DHL for my bag and at least one other bag coming into Canada, coming into the lower mainland. So I got my tracking order. Oh, I should back this up. So when I ordered, I did it on my phone in a coffee shop early in the morning, tired, maybe a bit frantic because I didn't want to miss this next limited edition bag. I'm sorry. I'm a fangirl. I think... What Douchebags is doing, Yon and his partner and all the other creators there, is absolutely amazing. They're a very unique style bag for, and I think they're great for everybody, even you know, but even more for creative people or people that are active that want to take their bikes traveling, take their ski equipment traveling. But the, the locking system is very unique, and I didn't want to miss this. Following Yon for three years on YouTube and following Benny, not kissing their ass. This is not what this is. This is actually what the fuck DHL podcast. But I wanted to give you the backstory. So I did a typo. One number off. And I and I reached out to Douchebag. And I've had to reach out to Douchebag a couple times in the past about a couple of other items. They said, sorry, we can't help. It's already been set up to be sent and shipped and tracked. You're going to have to contact the shipper being DHL and correct the address. So that was... The Tuesday or the Wednesday, the 24th or 25th. <laughs> on the 26th, I got, on the 25th, I got my notice from DHL and I changed the address immediately. And I could see that the item had left Stockholm and it was at this point in Brussels with a tentative delivery date in Canada for November 26th. I'm like, hey, that would be great, but I'm not going to expect it to be on the date they say. It still has an overnight flight. It's probably got to go through a hub which was the Cincinnati hub for DHL, and into Vancouver and Clear Canadian Customs. This is where the shit gets fucked up. <laughs> I phoned DHL because there was a problem with the order, or there was a problem somewhere in the system. This is the second phone call after I changed the address. That was the Friday. They said, well, you got to pay your service tax, or your goods and service taxes. I, and I shit you not, the phone calls that I've made to DHL and the level of incompetence from one company that ships all over the world, I don't have an explanation for this. Not There, there isn't one. There, and there simply is no fucking excuse from a company this big 
for me to have talked to so many people in their organization that are incompetent and can't do their job. Now, it's Sunday. The order still isn't being delivered. That was a week ago. It took me all week. And I, I think I've probably talked upwards of 30 different people in the DHL organization. The Friday, it literally took me the entire day, between five and six hours of being on the phone, being um, uh, disconnected, not hung up on, but disconnected from being stuck in their audio loop. Because every time I would get one of their incompetent customer service representatives, they would say, I can help you. I give you somebody that can help you. And I would get caught back into the loop and sit in, get to experience more and more. At the end of the day, Friday, I got a phone number, which was for the broker. So on the Monday, all right, fine, we'll wait till Monday. On the Monday, the phone call starts. For four hours, nobody at DHL can fix this. This is the entire week. Friday, 7 o'clock in the morning. And, I, and I've had, now, I don't want to get into every phone call. For those of you who are going to be watching this on, on the YouTube channel, there actually is video of some of the phone calls, what I edit out or what I just chose to put into it. That'll be the follow-up in, in a week's time. So the, the, the YouTube video will actually be a week behind and maybe by the time it airs, I'll have actually received the bag or not. <laughs> not being very optimistic at this point with DHL. I get a person on the phone. I know her name. Thank you, Linda. And thank you, Dave or David, your boss, who helped solve the problem with the duties and tariffs. The problem I was having is there's a broken link somewhere in the DHL system that when I tried to pay autom on the automated site, and this is what I experienced the entire week, it wouldn't let me. It said the tracking number doesn't exist or that doesn't, it's not recognized. And when I would go on the computer or my laptop or my iPad or my phone to do it that way, it would not allow me. Linda originally didn't want to help me, and I asked her not to be rude. And thankfully... Something must have clicked in her, or it was her dog barking in the background because she was working from home. She decided to listen to my story and help, but she couldn't fix it. She tried, like many of the other agents before her, tried to take my money. So she Skyped her supervisor, David. I gave her my number so David could call me back, and he did. He called me back right away because she was unable to help. Probably 45 minutes of being on the phone, maybe an hour with David, we finally got it figured out and I was able to pay my duties and import fees. That was fine. I got all that cleared up, checked the update of the order. It won't. It's now red. It's now not even yellow bars. It's red. It will not deliver to me. There's an incorrect address. It won't let me change or modify the address. So I phone again. <laughs> And I don't know how many phone calls this was on Friday afternoon. Did I finally talk? I finally get somebody to get a supervisor on the phone. And now I don't know if this supervisor was humoring me and actually trying to make a difference and just put me on hold for 20 minutes 
and told me whatever I wanted to hear so she could go home for the weekend? Because that's what I'm thinking happened. I said, look, I'll go. I said, the parcel's an hour, not even an hour from where I live. I could drive there and pick it up. So she gave me the option. Do you want to drive there and pick it up? Well, no, actually, have the kind of money I've spent and the frustration, piss on it. DHL can deliver, do their goddamn job and deliver the effing package. I'm sorry. She says, fine, I have it all taken care of. The package, 100% guarantee you, my word, wouldn't give me her name, however. It will be delivered on Monday. Now, I've looked all weekend. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nada. <laughs> and I'm trying to be patient. I don't feel that losing my shit on DHL is going to do any good at this point. I'm kind of at a loss of words. How do you run a global business like this, DHL, and have this level of competence over one item, one handbag? I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Now, there's one part of the story I haven't actually told you, and that was when I finally got to talk to somebody competent at the brokerage team for DHL. My package was linked to another package. And the agent on the phone said, how many items do you have? This was, I think, Wednesday, maybe Tuesday. I said, it's just one. It's just a handbag. She said, do you have a scholar coming? I'm like, no, I the scholar's a nice bag. I wouldn't mind having it. I've considered ordering it in the past. But no, I don't have the scholar. And she goes, I don't, <laughs> this is where it gets weird. And I heard this more than once. <laughs> that that bag was full of pills. But I said, well, why, if it's not addressed to me, why is my bag being targeted with this other bag that has pills in it? Now, she didn't say they were narcotics. She said pills. So whoever was bringing that particular bag in from douchebags, Somewhere along the lines, it got filled with pills, and my bag was caught up in this. I still don't know the actual outcome of this. She was able to separate the two orders at Canada Customs, and she actually said to me, you have to go do an affidavit to clear the bag. I said, well, how come nobody's told me about this in the last five or six days of dealing with upwards of 20 agents? Not one person has told me I need to fill out this affidavit. And that was done on the Wednesday. So by the time the Friday rolled around, I wanted to pay my tariffs. I'm like, you guys have had 48 hours with the amphidavid. The computer showed that it was clear. It showed, it cleared, and Canada Customs or CBSE released the package. I don't know about the scholar with the pills. I don't really give a shit. I do give a shit about my bag. When I ordered this most recent bag... And this one, I love this bag. And you can see on the bottom, <laughs> it says douchebags in white. For those of you who are watching on, on YouTube, those of you who are listening, you can't see the bag. <laughs> Canada Post lost that bag. It took six months to get the bag. And I've reached, I reached out to douchebag, and they were really good about it because it was also a limited edition bag. 
All the other bags that I've bought from them have come from Richmond, from wherever the sorting center in Richmond is. So they're literally here within 24 hours. You can almost hear the car leave Richmond and drive very slowly to where I live when you order it. But these limited edition bags, you can't. So I am going to send an email to douchebags again and explain the situation, explain the story. I don't actually know what they're going to be able to do. I mean, they're going to have to probably reach out to DHL themselves. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to get my bag. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm into this bag now. $300 with the duties import fees. It might actually be more than that because I don't remember how much the bag cost because it was ordered. The ordering experience was the least of my concerns. The frustration of dealing with DHL at this point, like WTF, I don't know. And I don't even know if there's somebody at DHL that you can complain to that actually gives a shit. And this is who's shipping our freight. There's one thing I will say, good about Amazon for sure, is the way they deal with tracking and shipping of their parcels and how they do everything to handle it in-house. But other companies that are stuck with these other global carriers, like DHL, I don't, the level of incompetence and the amount of money and resources of companies that must be wasted because of companies like DHL or their employees' incompetence to do their job what I didn't realize on the first phone call that I realize now is a lot of those employees are working from home because of COVID and don't actually have access to the individuals that they need to fix a problem. A problem that maybe they don't ever see in their career or see so rarely, they wouldn't know what to do with it. And they're apparently not trained to deal with it. The only thing they want to deal with is take your money for your duties and fees or for you paying to ship a product or however that works. But as soon as the problem gets bigger than that their little brain can handle or what they're trained for, because they're working from home, they have no way to deal with it. So they just screw you off into the internet again of things and let you go around and around and around and around in the automated voice system until you get another dingling that has the same set of problems. And all they really care about is feeding Sparky, drinking their coffee, and not doing their job. Because they're thinking about what they're doing for dinner, what they're doing on their weekend, and a whole lot of other things. And I get it. Trust me, I've been there myself. I've been blow-drying clients' hair and figuring out my shopping list for dinner tonight. But when a problem comes up like this, I mean, I don't know, for me, I would take the challenge. I'd be like, hey, I don't know what's going on, caller. Let's figure this out and see what we can do. And that was Linda. Thank you, Linda, again. I appreciate all the help you've gave me. And I probably will be emailing you because I'm pretty sure you will remember the conversation Friday. If you guys can't release my package... At least let me come and pick it up, or you can't deliver it. I mean, I don't see why it shouldn't be released now, because the duties and that are paid. And it's in Canada. Anyways, I could probably beat the drum on this rant for a while. <laughs> I, you know, and I'm past being mad. I'm my, like, you know, I talk about my anxieties all the time. There's no anxiety here anymore. I'm just outright pissed off.
it makes me not want to talk good about DHL. I'm I'm I don't know if I've said a lot of bad enough or hadn't said enough bad about DHL on this podcast. I, I I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> How does the world survive when a company hires this level of incompetence? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, this is a podcast. This is what the f or no, the DHL Runaround. That's the name of the podcast, the DHL Runaround, not WTF. <laughs> we'll save that for another one. Maybe we'll update this podcast in the future. For those of you that are going to be able to watch this on YouTube, like I said, it probably won't be up for a week, which means I will probably have an answer one way or another from DHL, whether I'm ever going to see my bag or not, and whatever the record from douchebags when I finally emailed them today where this all ends up now the one thing I will say about douchebags they all my experiences with the five or six bags that I own from them and the couple problems I've occurred with delivery of their items they've been a stand-up company and made a hundred percent sure as a customer I've been satisfied and always gotten my product but I don't feel this is actually a douchebag issue. I, I, I believe it's it's a DHL issue. I'm 100% confident in, in douchebags themselves. Like I say, they're a respectable company. I will see if I can put a link on the bottom for their website. I'm not affiliated with douchebags. There's nothing in it for me. I'm just telling you a story. We'll kind of figure it out together. I'll let you know later in the week. Hopefully there's an updated podcast before Christmas on this one item. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 crazy. Anyways, I think the next podcast, I think we should talk about COVID. I think we'll wait till tomorrow till Bonnie Henry does her press briefing to see where we're at in this province. I don't know how do you not talk about COVID? All I want to talk about is douchebags. <laughs> Anyways, peace, love, namaste.